welcome to another Guildhall School podcast. Our summer term is approaching and it means it's time to talk about our annual gold medal, um, which is just on the horizon. Uh, so this is one of our most prestigious prizes for musicians and this year our instrumentalists are having a cracker. And I'm really pleased to be joined today by our finalists, uh, violinist Danielian Drudzak and pianists Jupiter Stojanovic and Junyun. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about what's the, the road been like to becoming a, a finalist of the gold medal? Well, we had to do two rounds. For strings, it was, uh, for the first round, it was quite nice because, I don't know, it wasn't our dinner room. Uh, we had uh, on the panel the warmest person in the world, Evan, <laughs> so it was nice. The second one was a bit more stressful because it was in Mountain Court, nobody apart from the panel at the back of the hall. Oh, well. So it was quite contrasting. Me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That second one quite nerve-wracking. Yeah, like the, the contrast between them went two days apart, so... For me it was the other way around, kind of. Mm-hmm. The first round for piano was in LRR in Guildhall School, uh, yeah. and then that's a little bit nicer, I guess, than just a room, but I quite enjoyed it. Motor court is completely empty, and it felt like I could just play to one person or two people, you know. So I felt more relaxing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Well, I mean, I find, you know, <clears throat> Milton Court playing there always, it's very, very nice. And so it was fun. And LR was also fine. So, I mean, it was just, I just tried to have fun, you know, as usual. I think uh, whatever you try, you know, try so hard that you get the opposite results usually. Just try to have fun. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys do seem very relaxed about it all, considering we're like two, three weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bringing back the pressure. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you've kind of how you're preparing for the performances and how your, your teachers at Guildhall are kind of helping you on, on their path. Um, well, I guess for now, I have been just looking at the orchestral score mostly, and I mean I have looked at it before as well. And for me, I've never played this piece with orchestra, and I do look forward to it very much. Mm. The Brahms Concerto, especially, it's more like a, <clears throat> a symphony that he never wrote in his earlier years. So I look forward to playing it very much with that, you know, all the colleagues and a very well rehearsed orchestra. Mm. It'll be a lot of fun. So I guess for me right now, it's just really knowing everything, mm. the orchestra part as well. Yeah, as if you're trying to conduct it. Not that I can, but, <laughs> you know, have that mindset at least, yeah. And, uh, and what made you choose choose that piece? Um, it really is one of my favorite concertos, and along with the Beethoven concertos, and especially the first uh, Brahms concerto is basically modeled after the Beethoven third piano concerto, especially the last movement is basically the same form and very similar material mm. used. So those two happen to be my favorite concertos. And this Brahms seemed like the perfect piece to uh, make my barbecue debut with. Mm. If, I, if I was given the chance, then I, I'm very grateful about that. So. Yeah, if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna play in the barbecue, you might as well have fun with it. Yeah, it's this huge piece, and it'll be fun. And yeah, so. Cool. How about for you guys? How's the preparations been going? Well, for me, I did it before, so that answers the question why I, did, yeah. why I chose yeah. it. But uh, it's constantly in the process of uh, updating your information from the, from the scoring. Mm. It's constantly making it better. Yeah. Same for me, in a way, I guess. I played Prokofiev third concerto, and it's completely... Um, an electric piece and it's like packed with energy and all this. I think that's why I chose it. I played it 
I never played it with orchestra. I learned it before in Serbia a few years ago. But um, considering it's very, uh, the language is very uh, ecstatic, I guess. Um, I'm also just looking at this orchestral part a lot, as June said, just trying to learn as much as possible what's going on and what could possibly happen while I'm doing my thing. Yeah, that way you, you constantly think there could be more you could be knowing about these things, but then... You know, it's a never-ending... Yeah, just yeah. learning it as many, <laughs> as many ways as possible, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. And yeah, that it's endless, so... Yeah. I was actually talking about it with my teacher, we wrote it, and we talked about this, and of course there's, it's never-ending. Yeah. When, you, when you perform, though, you can't think about any of this. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, that it's kind of over. <laughs> Gets yeah. in your head, just have to let it happen. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's endless for any piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and what's the run up to the to the final like in, in May? Do you guys have a chance to get in the room with the orchestra and and get a chance to kind of hear the whole thing we, coming together a little bit? We have how many rehearsals? Four. About four. Yeah, which is plenty. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a lot. It's a lot. We're in England and everything is very fast and we usually are given one rehearsal and then maybe a general rehearsal on the day. So a week before we get one rehearsal, I think that's more for orchestra to help them put it together and then we have a few days and on the day. Um, Yeah, of course our teachers can come and we can bring some friends along if we need a bit of advice. And they're friends in the orchestra too. Yeah, Yeah. it's quite a unique chance to to do it with friends, with a good orchestra and Mm. that many rehearsals. Yeah, it really is great. Because Emerence is leading the orchestra Mm. and playing quintets and we'll be playing quintets and playing duos with her. Yeah. yeah, So, and also, yeah, it's a lot of going orchestra. Mm. That's a nice feeling to have. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Does the, does, does the fact that it's like a competition change anything in your mindset or your approach or do you just approach it like you would any performance and... I don't know, I'm not sure. I think any... We try to make it like a performance mm. and especially since we do get all get to play with orchestra, mm. and, you know, it's, I think... None of us really have anything to lose, really. Yeah. Yeah. The best yeah, thing yeah, to do is just yeah. play. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we are all already playing, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is already you know great. So, and then is it performance that we kind of take advantage of taking having a nice performance in a barbecue hall? Mm. So. Yeah. Is this going to be your first kind of big barbecue hall performance? For, for I the played piece? there before, um, Corn Gold, with two singers, but. Solid, did I remember? Yeah, I mean, I played the uh, so pre with the Elgar Piano Quintet, which happened to be with Evans, but I guess <laughs> again this time. <laughs> yeah. It's the inside jump for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what are you guys looking forward to about, about performing in the Barbican and, and the, whole, the whole evening? Well, just exciting atmosphere, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't it's know, just like great. a dress, <laughs> a really cool dress. Yeah, yeah. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> well, actually, um, when I was playing that uh, pre LSO concert, um, Argrich played like basically three days before on the same stage, but I don't think she used to say piano, but I was, you know, kind of hoping to <laughs> get some of that, you know? <laughs> some of that energy. energy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, there are so many things, but I think the most. 
important thing is that you do what you you know to do well and to perform well and to stay focused and to be connected with orchestra so I don't particularly see it as a loads of fun mm. um, I'm concerned as well as excited mm. so for me it's more things to think about and trying to I guess keep my mindset in the giving aspect of performance to people and to audience and to panel obviously yeah and friends and uh, does, now that we've announced the, the jury, does that add anything different to the mix, or are you kind of... No. Just, uh, just, I mean, we're, we're going to be thinking, like, out of all those people in the audience, where is the jury? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad we, yeah. I know one person from the panel. I'm glad we know Jonathan Vaughan, because yeah. that's nice to have a face of that course, you've been yeah. seeing for years in Gilman. Yeah. He's such a kind man, and it's... Important to, that you have someone you know, but it doesn't really, I guess. It just makes it more exciting. Well, actually, I don't yeah. really know anybody since I've only been here seven, eight months now. Yeah, yeah. yeah me neither. Me yeah. neither. So yeah. it's... And so, uh, what, what's next for all of you guys after, after the gold medal? What, uh, what are your plans? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I'm a fellow and I will finish um, in July. There are some concerts happening, uh, some months more than the others, but at the same time, it's not like there is absolutely nothing on the horizon. I also have a job and piano, so I'm not really feeling like that is the end of my education. There, there. I think it's launching career in a in a more serious way of basically dedicating your time to maybe doing more auditions for for agents and <coughs> just focusing on concert life the most. Cool. So there are concerts, but I think the main concern is to try to maintain that. Mm. Well, we have to finish our Beethoven project. Beethoven still. project, yes. Dan and I were um, we prepared the entire Beethoven violin sonatas last year, so oh, wow. we have one more concert left with that. Um, After that, that's good. Then, then we could, I guess, start all the, all the other violins. Yeah. <laughs> There's always another violin sonata. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I've got this project so around the, in the summer I'm doing youth orchestras and stuff yeah uh, probably more competitions than and masters so it's a long way yeah, yeah. busy summer yeah busy next year <laughs> how about you Shane? yeah well um, I guess all kind of pretty similar it's my first year as artist with Boma starting here and I have one more year left and um, well actually right after Gold medal. About two weeks later, I concerted the um, Creek Cultural Center in London, and that concert is with actually uh, Amarin's Leary, Alex, and Ben. And without ben, uh, not Ben, but the other three are in the orchestra, and like, the Brahms kind of into Schubert Fantasy for violin and piano, and Schubert Sonata. They're all new works, so <laughs> I work on that. But other than that. Um, competitions, more auditions, yeah. and Finishing your artist diploma, I guess. In yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, like studying, I mean it's studying never stops. You know, it's yeah. both great and so stressful at the same time, you know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's actually never ending, even, if, even when you're, you know, even for teachers or mm. whoever performs, it's not like they stop. Mm. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, massive thank you to Danielian Yubita and to June for joining us today for this podcast. Uh, the gold medal is on Thursday the 10th of May in the Barbican Hall and you can get your tickets at gsmd.ac.uk slash events via the Barbican box office. And uh, join us at Kiltall School on Twitter on the night because we're going to be live tweeting through the performance and the ceremony. So do follow us and uh, keep up to date with everything at Kiltall School. Cheers, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.